Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. What is going on everybody it's your boy a double and you're now tuned into another episode of do rags and boat shoes uh just much love and respect to everybody who's listening who's been listening and who just started listening uh you know just keep sharing the episodes keep telling people about it keep talking them up keep talking to them and uh you know if you love it you know share it if you hate it share it with a comment you know or uh, with a retweet with a comment because it takes a lot of a lot of uh vitriol or i should say gusto to uh listen to you know a 45 minute podcast all the way through with your arms crossed mad i think you really like it uh you know uh plays have been going up you know week by week day by day and uh, i appreciate that uh just you know i'm just gonna try to stay consistent with everything that i do um and uh i love y'all you know i appreciate uh, you know those just sitting down at work or you know you getting it in the gym listening to me talk my shit and uh give my opinion on things uh, i'm i'm very grateful for it i really do appreciate all of you guys and uh you know i'm gonna just keep fighting a good fight you know 2017 is the year of being very critical of the establishment still but it's time to put that work in start putting some actions behind the words and i hope that's everybody's uh mantra this year you know and it's also to stay humble and hustle you know you got to get your pockets right just so you can uh get that financial freedom because we don't know what's ahead for us and when i say us i mean the listeners and specifically black folks you don't know what's coming up yeah we don't know what's going to happen under this trump regime and uh you know we just gotta hunker down uh you know have our bank accounts looking right have some money up under the mattress and uh you know be ready for anything that comes our way uh whether it's bullshit at the job or you know bullshit outside of the job or bullshit at you know at uh school if you're in college or high school and uh you know we just have to you know keep fighting a good fight that's all we have to do and uh, we have to uh, take care of each other that's what we really need to do so with that said let's go ahead and uh start putting some images up on the summer jam screen and see what the hell sticks um if, if you guys don't know uh for my iphone people there if you have like an iphone 6 and a 6s I don't know if it affects the five uh, i'm not sure but um lately with the last two updates uh there has been uh, a bug that you know your battery just drains like super fast and there's been reports of people uh from business insider from forbes dot uh, com talking about it and uh tech insider talking about it uh the bug is basically you know your battery drains super fast so i'll give you an example uh when i head out for work i usually have a podcast a few podcasts downloaded 
uh, or a couple of like YouTube um, speeches or something like that. Like I'll listen to the Ballad or the Bullet. Um, you know, Malcolm X. Uh, he'll have a debate. Um, uh, I forgot the college is slipping me now. I listen to that. I listen to those over and over. Um, I will listen to uh, Dr. George C. Frazier. I'll listen to uh, Dr. Claude Anderson. I'll listen to Sharzard Ali. Um, and I'll listen to uh, Dr. Francis Cress Wilson. May she rest in peace. But I'll just have those loaded up, you know, off of my Wi Fi. And then, you know, you can always just play the audio off rip. And, you know, I'll plug it in into my into my uh, suv into my expedition and you know i'll head on to work and it'll be at 100 percent, you know because i charged it overnight and by the time my commute to work is very short you know it's shorter than a lot of folks it's about 25 minute drive and um by the time i'm there and i pull up in the i put in my gate code and i pull up to park my vehicle and you know, and I'm getting everything ready, grabbing my lunch and my book bag with my work clothes in it and shit. And, uh, you know, and by the time that I do that, my phone is already at fucking 60%. Now, sometimes I'll just be playing music and then I was like, man, maybe it's because I'm playing these podcasts or these, uh, these, uh, YouTube videos, the audio is playing, you know, while I'm on my way to work, but I'm like, still, it shouldn't be that bad. And this was after the first update, like what was it, 10.1 iOS update. And then, uh, let's see here. And then, you know, uh, then I one day I just didn't do it. I had my phone just charged 100%. Boom, just had it going. And then I get to work, and the damn thing is like 83%. I'm like, how the hell did I lose 17%? And the only thing that was happening was I was getting notifications from like ESPN you know about basketball and shit like that and i'm like what the fuck and so you know i would leave my phone sitting at the uh, sitting on a desk at work um you know while i'm you know sorting my orders and things like that and getting them loaded up on my work truck and uh by the time i head out on my route my phone is down to like uh 30 percent and once it hits 30 percent it's about you know 35 to 32 percent once it hits like 30 it just dies weirdest shit ever and so I still, my work truck has a USB port on the stereo so I can, you know, listen to uh, playbacks of this show that I do and I see what I can work on on my route. And yes, I listen to myself, but it's very critical. And, um, but sometimes I get lost in it and I'm like, yeah, this nigga speaking the truth. And I'm like, oh, that's me. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, I'll listen to music, uh, myself to see what I can work on. Uh, I'll listen to YouTube, uh, you know, uh, videos of great speakers and things like that and uh you know try to learn something or two or i might even you know take the whole week and listen to a book and uh you know as soon as i plug my usb uh plug my iphone into the usb port you know via the uh the adapter whatever the fuck you want to call it the charging cord it'll it'll turn back on and it'll jump automatically up to like 40 percent most frustrating thing ever and it's been happening for what the last what over a month and a half and people are frustrated apple won't say shit about it and uh they won't address it at fucking all but they just released uh, what is it ios 10.2.1 so you know you had 10.2 and you thought okay cool this is gonna fix the bug fuck no it's still it, i feel like it got worse like i couldn't even play fucking pokemon go like i would catch a couple of pokemons at a couple of pokey stops or some shit and then all of a sudden my phone just dropped 30 percent in the battery life 
You're like, what the flying fuck? So then I figured, you know, I could leave my ba- uh, my phone on low power mode, you know, kill everything running in the background, shit like that. Nope, shit was still dying. So today, uh, 10.2.1 released and it's supposed to have bug fixes and all this other shit, but they still will not address the 30% issue. So I'm going to test it out, you know, let my phone get down to 30% and see what the fuck happens. Uh, I listened to, uh, after I downloaded, I listened to... Uh, a um, couple of videos um, uh, regarding gerrymandering, and uh, and it didn't my my uh, battery didn't drop down too fast. So we'll see what the fuck happens. So hopefully, you know this uh, this this issue is resolved. But there's also rumors talking about that the uh, that uh, Apple was planning on replacing the batteries on the iPhone six because it it, it affects that. Uh, faster than the iphone 6s or whatever but it's still some bullshit i feel like they should address the issue i mean what the fuck do they have to lose because i mean samsung literally has the uh the uh, faa banning their phones from flights you know what i'm saying and these phones are literally blowing up in people's pockets and in their face and shit like that so i feel like they should come out and address it like hey we fucked up but I mean, they just killing the game now with the phones and shit like that. And then they got the rumor, you know, the iPhone X or some shit like that is about to come out. It's supposed to be the iPhone 8, and it's supposed to be like a bendable screen and all this other crazy shit. So they could really give a fuck less about us with the iPhone 6 and the 6s. You know, they could give a fuck about us. I didn't really want to do the iPhone 7 um, just because it, it it didn't appeal to me. Um, there wasn't anything too new on that shit except for a missing headphone jack and I'm just like Nah, son like the fucking Bluetooth kills your battery even before this iPhone bug it kills your battery so fucking fast Like when I'm in my wife's car and she'll be playing some music. And I don't know why I don't hear this shit, you know uh, and Then I'll you know hook up my phone to it, you know to her Bluetooth through her stereo and then it's just you know, by the time we get to our destination, I didn't already kill 10% of my battery. So I could just imagine, you know, me being at the gym an hour and a half with an iPhone 7 and having a Bluetooth on and my shit just, you know, just dying right then and there with this bug. But hopefully, you know, 10.2.1 iOS uh, update will uh, fix it. And, uh, you know, fingers crossed because I'm tired of walking around like a fucking thought you know with my charger with me or with a portable battery you know that's you know that's when uh them, them damn hood rats would be on moco space left and right you know using their damn uh flip phones that had internet on it and they would always be at different spots and you know even in the club with the goddamn flip phone on uh fucking moco space you know trying to find a, a plug or an outlet or some shit like that and um you know, just look fucking dusty as hell. You know, you just look stupid walking around with your phone and your fucking, you know, wall charger. Like, hey, you, you got a plug somewhere? You got a plug somewhere? You know, you just look fucking ridiculous doing this shit. But we'll see what happens with this 10.2.1 update. Hopefully it fixes it. If not, I might fuck around and just get me a goddamn flip phone and, you know, get me an iPad or some shit, you know, because I really don't even be on my phone like that when I go on a Twitter rant. I'm usually, you know, at home off my Wi-Fi anyway. So we'll see what happens. Uh, it's just a little heartbreaking that, uh, you know, Apple won't 
talk about that and i've been ranting about this shit for about 10 minutes so let me shut the fuck up all right so uh but speaking of cell phones and service and shit like that it is being reported that uh sprint bought a third of title which is crazy uh, they own about 33 percent of title right now it went through and uh they said for a couple hundred million dollars which is actually pretty dope for a uh, hove because i remember him buying title for what about f- uh, 55 million something like that 55 to 60 million dollars or something like that and to have somebody come in purchase a third of that bitch for 200 million which is amazing but on top of that part of the stipulation uh with sprint is uh i think it's kind of like a trade-off so i think sprint is going to offer title to all of his customers so lucky me woohoo and um they uh so they're doing a switch off so i guess to bring those customers in they're providing title with 75 million dollars for uh artist exclusives so that's pretty huge right there so they'll have 75 million dollars to play with to get people to release their songs or their albums exclusively on title you know for that short period of time you know then after you know a few weeks then they'll release it on every other platform like spotify spotify and apple music so just shout out to hove i mean hove is a hustler because uh actually just what was it last week or uh, a few days prior a uh a uh newspaper in norway a norwegian newspaper ran a story about title saying that they were lying about you know their actual uh subscriptions or their uh, subscribers uh saying that title was boasting that they had about three million subscribers and uh the norwegian paper was saying that it was around one million so shout out to hove for you know talking that talk i mean this is a he's a he's turned out to be a very good businessman like a good businessman i was kind of shaky when he retired and he was like president of def jam but i feel like that was like his internship right there because just moving forward after he sold rock aware for all that money to those to those uh to that european company or whatever that's what really put hove you know to be on pace with birdman and with diddy once he sold that and he, i think he got about 200 million off of the rock aware deal that's why you see rock aware still you can find that at like marshall's tj maxx and you know like dealers and shit like that they still produce and shit i actually got a pretty dope uh rock aware t-shirt that i need to actually wear i bought it last summer and it's uh it's, it has uh and it has a picture a breakdown of one of biggie's part of biggie's part from uh juicy it has a uh, it has a green sofa so money green leather leather sofa uh got and they got two limos on there and it said got two rides you know a limousine with the chauffeur and uh then it has a chauffeur holding a sign that says smalls on it or biggie i can't remember but i need to wear that shirt even though it's rockwear i thought it was fucking dope i found it at the dealer's outlet over there in council tucky but um anyway shout out to hove you know amidst that uh that scathing article that those norwegians wrote um you know he still you know got 200 mil and set extra 75 mil for artists for exclusive so you about to see title do some big things and uh you know sprint is going to bring it to all their you know their uh customers and that'll be dope it'll be uh something to toy with because uh i don't have title i actually have apple music uh just because it, i felt like it was a bigger um it was a bigger uh uh catalog of music and shit like that so uh, i'll see what's going on because i still need to do a free trial of title i really do but um 
Let's talk about uh, your mans. This is uh, for my Nebraskans out here. Let's talk about your man, the state senator, Bill Kentner. Uh, this piece of shit, boy, I tell you what. So if you've been living under a rock, you know this past weekend, uh, uh, millions of women across the country were marching for their rights and uh, to protest uh, the inauguration of uh, Donald grabbing by the pussy Trump, the Cheeto-in-Chief. And uh, we had a state senator here named Bill Kentner. Uh, he retweeted Larry Elder, you know, uh, Larry King Coon Elder, uh, this uh, this black conservative who basically he the tweet was it was like three women holding up a sign uh, talking about rape or something like that or Donald Trump, President Trump uh, raping somebody um, and uh, Larry Elder put a caption by that picture saying ladies i think you're safe so saying that they weren't attractive enough to be raped now that's that's fucked up it's fucked up to say and it it, it feels dirty coming out of my mouth but you had the state senator retweet that and then you know he caused so much backlash from it he actually ended up deleting his twitter account but before he did it he uh said that this is the liberal left uh you know being sensitive and all this other bullshit now could you imagine uh, President Obama, former President uh, Barack Obama, could wouldn't even get past the primaries. He wouldn't even. I don't even think he would make it to the first presidential uh, debate. You know, for the Democrats. You know, if he had multiple baby mamas, been married multiple times, and he just was just as rude, crude, shrewd as Donald Trump, he wouldn't even make it that far. Like, could you imagine? Barack Obama having like three baby mamas and like six kids. You know what I'm saying? Like there was there would be no way in hell that he could he, he would make it even to the primaries, I believe. But that's that's just, you know, you know, that's just watching whiteness work. But we have to go back to this guy, Bill Kentner. Um, this uh, piece of shit. He was also busted. What was it back in 2015? He was getting ready to the Republicans and the Democrats. You know, they wanted to get him up out the fucking paint. The senators did here in uh, Nebraska. They wanted to get him up out the paint because he was actually busted using a government computer to have sex uh, with a woman that wasn't his wife to have cyber sex with her. And the only reason that he got caught is because he actually went to uh, state officials because the woman was about to blackmail him for forty five hundred dollars. You know, so he was dealing with a low level hoe. Uh, and um, so he ended up paying a fine. And then, you know, even members of his own party wanted him out, out to paint. Even that piece of shit, Governor uh, Pete Ricketts, wanted to get uh, Kittner up out to paint. But nobody really did anything. And, you know, even through the backlash and shit like that, Bill was like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. But this guy is just really a piece of shit. And you just have to look at who's representing you, you know, in Congress and, you know, in the Senate which is disgusting so i should have had him holding his l but i don't think shit's gonna come of this because you know just him being busted for having cyber sex you know his his, his ass stayed in the house you know he's still still he's still a fucking senator you know people were trying to impeach him well they didn't try they just threatened to you know they wanted to publicly shame him but nobody acted on it and that's the problem now you know and uh he released a, a statement uh to uh fucking uh the, the local newspaper here i think a reporter with the local news here and let me pull that up real quick give me a second so basically what he said is 
Um, his, his official statement was, I understand my colleague's concern about the retweet I sent this weekend. I am very troubled by the liberal activist campaign that is using my mistake on the tweet to escalate calls for my resignation. So let's be clear. If Ernie Chambers, this is a black senator here, Ernie Chambers rise hard for folks here, uh, didn't have me to beat up, he would be taking up floor time on some other issue. It has been clear that Chambers' agenda has been to remove me from office since last summer. He has made it obvious that he will use any means, including lies and cheap shots at my wife and myself. I have made no decision as to my future plans as a senator. So here we go. This man is uh, basically a sexist pig. Uh, he's cheated on his wife with the cyber sex thing, got blackmailed, and he's still trying to blame brother for his shortcomings. So he's basically saying that if Ernie Chambers, Senator Chambers, didn't have time to beat him up, he would be taking up floor time on some other issues. And it's been clear that Chambers' agenda, you know, yada, 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 hasn't been getting him out the paint since last summer. When I guess so, I guess it was, yeah, it was 2015. Uh, when he did the whole cyber sex scandal so that just shows you what is going on in the great state of nebraska and uh you know it is what it is uh you know hopefully people can get him up out the paint you know we do have those you know we got 2018 we got a lot of huge uh elections coming up so let's just try to be smart about that but moving on uh let's uh eric gardner's uh rest in peace his uh his widow was in, made the news because she is uh going to continue to stay in public housing uh despite her winning a settlement against the nypd uh for 2.4 million dollars so she got 500 racks up front and then the rest uh, she'll get after a dispute is settled between lawyers and she is choosing to stay in the housing projects that she lives in so get ready for white supremacists and uh those uh you know uh black folks you know who are uh submitting to white supremacy to uh come in the paint with this kind of argument about some old bullshit uh because you know people were trying to say that uh the cops didn't kill him even though it was on video so this is just something that they will add to their argument and um you know what i don't have any issues with it because it's the same deal as if uh you know if you were in a personal injury suit you know um you you basically like uh like with me being in that uh, car accident uh with my settlement it can't be taxed because it was for pain and suffering you know after all my medical bills were paid you know there was the, the little bit of change left over and you know it can't be taxed it's not taxable at all because it's for pain and suffering so uh you know the government really can't touch it at all and um you know i feel like it's the same thing with her you know it's it's not a it's not it even though it's it's not a source of income it's a settlement if you if if that kind of makes sense like she like she didn't earn it she's not working so you know it is what it is um but yeah be prepared uh so that will be with the long list of what about black on black crime uh all white people aren't bad um give trump a chance um uh, stop being a fake uh democrat um what else chicago and so then you're gonna have uh eric garner's rest eric garner rest in peace you gonna have his widow as an arguing point on twitter and other social media platforms so 
just be ready for that if you feel like arguing you know my stance on it i do not waste time arguing with uh folks online at all we're just gonna have to um just disagree we ain't gonna have to agree to disagree but we're just gonna have to disagree because i am not about uh wasting time with somebody who wants to waste my time if that makes sense so just be prepared for that um let's see what else that we have on this goddamn summer jam screen uh, let me go through my notes we talked about kittner uh what else happened uh let's see here oh i guess the last thing we could talk about is the uh, oscar nominations and uh you know they caught so much hell and backlash last year for oscar so white um this year they pretty much uh you know they went all the way to the other side after uh you know public scrutiny and uh you had the dark skin and viv coming at uh will smith and his wife and then you uh you had uh folks explaining the hashtag on cnn msnbc and shit like that and then you had uh stacy dash talking about um last year uh talking about that uh she went on a tangent talking about that there shouldn't be a BET. Uh, why isn't there a white entertainment television? Uh, why is there NAACP awards? Um, why are there BET awards and shit like that? You know, just dumbass arguments like that. And, uh, you know, uh, there's so many uh, people rejoicing and they're happy about it. Uh, you know, I actually wanted to see more people celebrate the award shows that we already have you know that black folks already have and you know start making those a-list events instead of you know going up here you know with a hat in their hand and you know looking like a sad puppy like let us in boss come on boss i worked hard this year boss let me in please boss please uh please please you know it's just you know stop that shit you know and so you got oscar so diverse oscar so black and get the fuck out of here and i knew this shit was a joke because I'm not going to take anything away from the sister. You know, I don't want to. But they nominated the mama from Moonlight. Uh, the lady uh, Moonlight, a.k.a. Precious Part 2. Uh, Naomi Harris uh, for Best Supporting Actress. She was a fucking crackhead in the movie. She was like, come on, my G. Like, this is just Precious Part 2. You know, it's, it's you know, uh, you know, our sister... Uh, Oh, fuck, I forgot her name. She won with the Best Supporting Actress for being, you know, a molesting-ass mama, abusive, verbal abusive, and physical abusive mama and precious. And we might see the same thing with uh, Naomi Harris. You know, I'm happy for her being nominated, but the role, really? Like, this this movie, like I said, it was nothing but a coming-of-age, stereotypical black movie. The lead was just gay. That's all it was. It was a gay nigga growing up in the hood, and his mama was a crackhead, and his daddy wasn't there. It was a fake white liberal's wet dream. It's so deep. It's so The shit was not deep at fucking all. But anyway, I saw right through it. I told y'all when I talked about it, what, about 10 episodes back after I watched it. And I was like, you know, it's okay. Go see it. You know, just to support the brother. But at the same time, it was just so, it was just a stereotypical ass black movie or stereotypical film of how white folks see black folks. That's how I felt it was, you know, and it, it is what it is, you know, but once they nominated the crackhead, my mom just like, okay, y'all, y'all got jokes, you know, and then you're going to have the people, you know, probably coming at me or, you know, like-minded folks 
talking about well what do you want you know i don't want none of that shit i want my people to support my people that's what i want i don't give a fuck about the oscars or the golden globes you know shout out to everybody who won but you know i feel like us as black folks like the a-list actors and actresses and musicians and things like that they really need to start going to these soul train awards and these bet awards even though it's owned by you know viacom or whatever the fuck you want to say a group of white men in suits but it's just or create our own you know but you know it's so many times you see um you know like the naacp image awards you know uh you look at that even though you know there's white presidents of that company and white folks started that you know black folks really like a-listers don't be showing up for that shit you know at all but you know that i would like to see us either start our own celebrate our own and uh you know just have a good time doing it you know i just i just get so tired of us you know walking to these white establishments like i said before with our hat and our hand you know close to our chest looking down at the ground you know kicking rocks talking about boss you got come on i worked hard this year boss you can't cheat us you worked hard this year and you know it was some bullshit when uh birth of the nation didn't even get a mention didn't get shit and i thought birth of the nation i thought nate parker he should have been nominated for best actor and then best supporting actor should have been uh the white dude who owned him because he did a great job in the film too uh, so I felt like those two, they should have, you know, they should have been nominated. But that's when you knew that these were pity nominations. And, I, and you know, it feels like if a black person wins, it's going to be an asterisk by it just because of the public scrutiny from last year. That's how I honestly feel about that. Um, but, you know, whatever, you know, niggas is happy. So go ahead and, you know, do what you can. But that's pretty much all I really got to say about, um about the fucking summer jam screen so i'm gonna leave it to my man hove hove where you at don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen i smoke rocks i smoke rocks all right thank you so much tyrone bigham so moving on to selling hope like dope uh we uh before i get started man i forgot to tell y'all about this goddamn ice apocalypse i had to deal with what was that uh last week last sunday and monday we had a uh, basically what happened was there was this huge huge storm came up you know from the southwest i believe yeah it came up from the southwest and the air temperature was still warm so it was raining but it would freeze up overnight so here i am working and i deliver for my nine to five for my plantation gig and so i'm out here slipping and sliding in everybody in their mama's parking lots and shit like that and you know the main roads wasn't bad it was just when i pulled up to a you know a storage parking lot and delivered it sucked dick but there were people out at fucking fast food places i'm like you really slipped and slided your ass slip and slowed <laughs> slip and slide your ass take it to the house you you slip and just slid your way through your neighborhood avoiding oncoming traffic and you know all this other shit to get you a goddamn whopper with cheese you know how much of an asshole you have to be to not just cook and you just like you know what i need a motherfucking whopper you know it's just like what in the flying fuck is going through your head and you out here in a goddamn uh chevy cavalier up here trying to get you a goddamn whopper with cheese like it, it just it just amazed me like i just i watched the chevy cavalier struggle 
in the parking lot just to get to the fucking drive-thru. Like, they kept passing the drive-thru entries because every time they would break, they would slide past the motherfucker. And I'm like, you really just have to be high out your mind or lazy as fuck. But you can't be that lazy because you're risking your life out here driving on, you know, uh, uh, what is it, half an inch of ice almost. So about a third of an inch of ice, you know, to... fucking wild just fucking wild but you know i was grateful i made it safely and i'm off on tuesdays man and i boy it made me want to go back to hawaii even more man like it was literally raining and then once it got once the sun went down it just started drop just ice pellets just falling and you like man every time i would hop out my truck i had to wear fucking spikes on a pair of sneakers because they wouldn't fit over my steel toe boots so I had to wear like these spike things that go over the the uh, toe and the heel of your uh, sneaker or your shoe. And uh, the hump on the front of my uh, steel toes was too much. But just wild shit, right? I, like I am wearing fucking spikes on my shoes like I'm in the fucking Antarctic or I'm climb, climbing you know the fucking side of a mountain just to get to the just to get into the fucking stores. You know, just to get to work. They work like a charm. But I shouldn't have to put on fucking spikes, my G. Spikes. I am putting on spikes to walk safely to my destinations. Man, fuck this weather, man. And then coming up, and I say that to say this because coming up, we're supposed to have, there's a huge storm in the panhandle just west of where I'm at right now. There's a huge storm. Uh, some places got about a foot of snow and it's coming here. It's supposed to taper off and we're only supposed to get a couple inches of snow. But fuck them couple of inches of snow. Like, oh man, I, I tell y'all what. If my wife wasn't in her master's program, boy, I would have, man, I would have been pleading and begging that we need to move somewhere warm like Southern California or Hawaii or uh, shit somewhere else maybe south africa or something man because this is some bullshit and my and my plantation gig is hiring over in uh hawaii too over on the um on the island of oahu too so i'm just like man what the fuck am i doing but i love the midwest i love it it's just i hate winter i do I can deal with everything else. I can deal with the tornadoes. I can deal with the hail damage. I can deal, you know, with the brutally hot summers. I can deal with that. It's just the fucking winter. I cannot deal with the cold. I can't deal with the snow. I can't deal with the ice. And this is coming from a man that was born in November. But anyways, let's let's get started with this hope like dope. I, I don't know why I said that in hope like dope. I should have said it back on the summer jam screen, but I forgot to tell y'all about the asshole and the cavalier that wanted to get him a whopper with cheese. You know, uh, hopefully that that brother, that sister, that white man, white woman, whatever it was, hopefully they made it home safely with a full belly of some grilled meat. But anyway, so ABC News ran a story. Uh, just what was it a uh, few few days ago uh, basically saying that the secret service settled a lawsuit and you're like what kind of lawsuit adrian because we already had a black president there's no racism it was a racial discrimination lawsuit very wild 
So the Department of Homeland Security and the Secret Service have agreed to settle a class action lawsuit uh, about racial discrimination and promotion uh, practices by the agencies that protects the president. Uh, so more than 100 black Secret Service agents uh, said that in the lawsuit was filed back in 2000 that they are routinely passed over for promotions in favor of less qualified white agents. Uh, we see this now with the president. You look at how perfect Barack Obama had to be, President, former President Barack Obama had to be to get into the White House. Now you look at who's running it now. You have a billionaire who's been bankrupt, what, twice and uh just you know says words like bigly you know and just has the sassiest hands of all time and multiple baby mamas and uh been married a few times and has been very disrespectful to everybody who's not a straight white man and he's president why because america needs to be ran like a business that's what people thought and now you're about to see uh millions of people who voted for him lose their health care or have something else crazy to them but most likely they're going to lose their health care uh they're talking about they're going to repeal the aca act and a lot of these dumbass people who voted for trump there's a lot of uninformed voters out here which is wild ain't it just so uninformed just voting off of emotion and um voting off this uh this symbiotic effect that trump has you know he would just feed them blood and you know then they give him back the energy and he's like oh, i'm getting fucking stronger like fucking venom or some shit you know and if you don't know who venom is it's a spider-man villain who's basically like spider-man but he has a symbiotic suit which is actually an alien and all this other bullshit but um so that's what you see at these trump rallies you know he'll say something and then they'll be like oh fuck yeah oh my god fuck yeah you know and then uh he's like he's just eating it up like all oh, this fucking power look at all these dumbasses eating this shit up because he's a salesman but anyways so what we're looking at is like i was saying that basically barack obama had to be so fucking perfect so fucking perfect to make it make it to the white house and then you look at they like who the fuck is this uppity ass negro and then so now they're teaching us a lesson and all these people about to lose health care but there's no racism right but anyway uh so back in 2000 you had these uh, secret service members uh, have this lawsuit and uh basically you know it's reported that the agencies has agreed to pay 24 million dollars to these plaintiffs so they're about to get broke off a piece of change, but racism does not exist at fucking all. Doesn't exist, guys. It's not there. Uh, you know, we, we had a book about post-blackness, you know, during Barack Obama's second you know, presidential term come out and all this other shit. There's no such thing as racism, but boy, did we get a fucking wake-up call. We got a wake-up call. These white folks are like, nope, we are still here, motherfucker, and we are about to hold it fucking down. But the the Secret Service is talking about uh, they deny, you know, any and all liability or damages, even though they agree and have paid us $24 million, but they talking about the agreement is a means of resolving this almost two decades old matter. So these brothers been fighting this shit for 17 years. But, you know, you got to keep fighting that good fight. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, uh, all it means is uh, these brothers going to get paid. These brothers and sisters going to get paid. And then, uh, 
you know, is going to keep happening with these practices. You know, good and goddamn well, Trump ain't going to have no black uh, Secret Service agents. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, so we're still in selling hope like dope. Uh, and uh, this is something that I have to talk about, uh, about my uh, bullshit ass um, uh, state, I should say. Uh, let me pull this up real quick. Um, so CNN, the Clinton News Network, they ran a story about how uh, how this small county in uh, Nebraska has the most this is wild has the most by percentage obamacare recipients and uh all of these most of these people i think over 95 percent of these people voted for trump like i don't even know what else to say like how many times have we seen these type of fucking stories where uh, USA Today started when they had a, a woman write write an op-ed and opinion editorial uh, talking about that she voted for Trump but not against uh, fucking um, Planned Parenthood. We had that white woman, you know she was white, and then we had uh, what was it? Uh, Jesus, let me find this article real quick. There was another woman. This woman was a Muslim, a single parent. And uh, this is for New York Times, she wrote. And uh, she's a Muslim woman that wrote for the New York Times and talking about that why she's a Muslim and voted for Trump. Motherfucker, can you... I, I just, I don't understand what is going on with these people who want to have one leg in the game here and one leg in the game over there. It's like you can't have it both ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know America gives you the right to choose, and that's the freedoms and the beauty of this country. But what does it say when you vote against your own self-interest, and then you have regrets? You know what I'm saying? But these people in this small town, they're like, fuck Obama. Uh, one guy called him uh, the Black Bomb, said he came from the sewers of, of Chicago. And told me it was the worst eight years of his life and all this other shit. Because he... Cause, deep down he just felt like he was cuckolded he felt like president obama took his black dick out and shoved it right down his throat for the past eight years that's how he felt and he just felt uncomfortable and he's like fuck this no nigger is being my leader and forcing all these laws on me but i got obamacare so fuck that shit it's not obamacare it's the affordable care act you know uh the, these these people are you know that's why i say if you ever come to Nebraska, just come to Lincoln or Omaha. Don't stop anywhere in between um, because this is it's a flyover state for a reason besides those two cities. Um, but, you know, we do have a good time here in Omaha, you know, in the metropolitan area. We do have a great time here. Great time. Uh, there's some beautiful souls here, some beautiful black people here, some, you know, some wonderful Hispanic folks over in Little Mexico. And, uh, you know, and the Asian folks ain't bad either. And, uh, you know, and it's, you know, outside of those two, those two cities, Lincoln is a college town, you know, for the University of Nebraska, Lincoln, uh, go Huskers, you know, throw up the bones for the black shirts. But outside of those two cities, these two cities, it says a lot about Nebraska. Nebraska is the Mississippi of the fucking Midwest. I'll just, I'll just say it. That's what it is. We all know it. Well, now you know it. My listeners know it. But it is. It is. It fucking is. Outside of Omaha and Lincoln, 
that's it you know some people you know i'm like that's unfair no motherfucker is the truth you know if you a if you a person that's not white you're gonna catch hell you're gonna get some dirty looks and you know you get some old white dude with a cowboy hat and a and a denim uh suit of a canadian tuxedo spitting on the ground when he see you you know so yeah it is what it is but in this but they were talking about these people are uh saying that you know they voted for trump because uh he's going to get rid of this act and you know they didn't want to pay, pay the, these health care premiums and all this other shit and then uh the one thing that I did agree is agree on them is the penalty that you face if you don't have health care. That's kind of fucked up. You know, even if you are working, you know, you should have the right to choose, you know, if I want health care, if I don't want it. You know, you get hit with that. What is it, like six hundred and forty five dollars on your uh, tax return at the end of the year or some shit like that on your refund. They just hit you hard. They hit you hard in the wallet on that second year if you don't have it like two years in a row, I believe. Um but it's just it just amazes me how much um white folks like to vote against their own self-interest and us black folks and people of color i throw y'all in there too uh we really have to stop saving white folks from themselves we really do because um you look at the women's march okay so we're gonna move on from that them dumbasses in that small fucking county out in nebraska um and that just wild you know it's a cow town you know and you know there's no the next hospital is like 60 miles out and shit like that it's whatever you know these people are just left to watching fox news i bet you they get that signal in so clear and so great uh but anyways so you so that brings us up to this uh this women's march okay and um and i went uh, but I I, uh, I I voiced my fears on Twitter and I talked to my wife about it because my fear was that this was you know the, the 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 march here in Omaha was that it was a it was not so much a march for women's rights but it was a march against Trump and for Hillary taking that L so I was hesitant to go because I knew uh, Jane Clebb. Uh, who's the Nebraska Democratic leader? She was a speaker there, so I was like, "Oh, this is looking funny in the light." And uh, you know, and I knew there was going to be people there, probably with Hillary signs and shit like that. But you know how I feel about her. Everybody and their mama knows, and people are mad at me now because Trump is in office, and I didn't vote for her. I didn't vote for him. And um, you know, uh, do, I went and I seen quite a few Hillary shirts and. Uh, one hillary sign but i seen a few of those shirts you know the h with the arrow pointing you know to cross out the h you know to, to finish the letter and um but you know what i went you know because of the women in my family you know i, I went for them you know my wife mom dukes grandma my niece you know i was thinking about them and then also on top of that you know danielle powell who's a sister she was one of the organizers for this march so i was like let me see what this is about you know uh let me sit my uh sit my uh my uh, concerns off to the side and uh you know let me march with the people be with the people and uh you know be with these women and uh so i did i went and um you know I, I was i was pleasantly surprised i was pleasantly surprised i thought i was just gonna see a whole bunch of uh white women in pink pussy hats 
and I didn't. I seen, excuse me, I seen Hispanic women. I seen black women. I seen black families. I seen Hispanic families. Um, you know, even though the majority of them was white, but I did see a lot of color there. I did, and it it made me happy to see some black families in there. You know, mother, father, uh, daughters, even sons. And, uh, you know, I seen signs for Black Lives Matter. I seen, uh, you know, signs with uh, Asada Shakur on them. You know, and there was chants, you know, against uh, racism. And, uh, you know, it was dope, you know. So I was like, okay, cool. And, you know, my wife made a sign. She had, uh, you know, grab them by the Senate seat. You know, women loved that. People loved it. It was amazing. And, uh, you know, so I'm there. Got the do-rags and bow shoes hoodie on, you know, just, you know, power to the people. And um, and those hoodies will be coming soon and shirts will be coming soon for everybody uh, to purchase. And, um, you know, it was it was dope. You know, over 15,000 people showed up. And, uh, you know, what was amazing to me compared to the other rallies and marches that I've been to. Um, this one was uh, the cops wasn't in riot gear. Um, the cops were up on horses. There was no snipers on the roof. Uh, like I said, no riot gear. And uh, you know, it was it was wild how the establishment responds to white women. You know, this was mainly a white woman event. You know, and uh, and uh, so I'm just soaking all this in. I'm just like, this is wild. And I'm looking up. You know, ain't nobody up on the rooftops in the old market. And because uh, that's where it went through the downtown old market area. And, uh, and I'm just like, wow, what the fuck? Like how like what does that say about the establishment when a black person is killed, man, woman, child? And, you know, black folks take to the streets and protest, got their signs and everything. And every fucking there's SWAT teams out there. There's snipers on the roof. They just they respond like we want revenge instead of justice and i've said this a million times before and um it was wild it was wild it 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 really just got me to thinking like like how the fuck do you explain responding like that you know you you see that you know these cops are smiling and they they giving women high fives and shit like that and you know with uh with with our black asses you know when it's the majority of us you know protesting you know the death of uh rest in peace to uh, mike brown or you know sandra bland you know and shit like that like when we we're at the uh when my, my 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 wife went to the one uh that was out near the police union she went to that one that was out by the police union out by 120th and center and uh, it was just, you know, there was, you know, snipers on the Burger King roof, uh, you know, black vans all over, and, uh, you know, just all these cops in riot gear just ready to fuck some shit up, you know? And uh, it's, it's tough to see that the establishment, they know something. They, they, they vilify us black folks, and, you know, and, and they, like I said, they always respond like we want revenge instead of justice so it just gets you to thinking you know but anyway uh you know after the march they had uh you know speakers you know on the panels and things like that and it went it was late it started late started at like five o'clock and we ran until about 11 o'clock at night um we only stayed 
we only did the march my wife and i we, we didn't stay for the uh the panels but you know i saw some of the speakers on uh facebook a couple facebook videos and things like that and they had some sisters up there which was dope and uh, uh i believe that there was a native woman up there or hispanic and uh you know and i, I was i was pleased to see that that you know uh a lot of those videos they were speaking about racism and about the lack of support for you know women of color and uh, and i appreciated that but i i read i went you know i looked at the hashtag women's march on twitter just to see other black folks experience and and i was sad to see that you know how we've been used in the past we were used again uh there was a a sister told a whole story about how uh you know when people would start talking about you know chanting like say her name and stuff like that or black lives matter they would try to silence them or shout over them you know with the anti-trump um chant or something like that or when a black woman was speaking they would try to talk over her and shit like that and it's disgusting it is and uh you know black folks really have to you know start waking up and uh we have to be for ourselves because we don't have any allies in this thing there's no friends definitely but we don't have any allies and um you know this this women's march was very very interesting it was, it was very ironic you know just to see that you know as a total over 53 percent of white women voted for trump and so I'm thinking the whole time, telling my wife, I'm, you know, we're driving, you know, down to the arena. And uh, and I said on Twitter, I was going to spit on the floor at the CenturyLink because fuck them. And I did. You know, I didn't end up spending a dime, not for parking or shit like that. But I was telling my wife, I was like, how many of these women in this crowd do you think are Trump supporters? Because we live in a very red state. He took all the um, he took all the electoral votes because ours in Nebraska can actually be. Uh, divided up as you saw with uh, Obama's uh, election in 08 and then in 2012 Douglas County which is the county I live in Omaha actually went blue and uh, a lot of times people were uh, you know uh, uh, Simone Sanders who was you know part of Bernie's camp shout out to her she you know had some hats to say make Nebraska purple again um, but yeah he, he took the whole damn state you know the uh the uh the state turned uh, the county turned light pink if you look at the uh the votes and shit like that so it was uh, a lot of them women in them that i marched with over the fifteen thousand people that showed up a lot of them voted for trump i'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna sugarcoat that I, I know they did i just i just have a feeling but what was odd was uh seeing so many people and it always happens at these marches you always have these people uh uh you know standing by your side uh not standing by your side but on the sideline like giving you high fives like yeah yeah you know it's like bring your ass out here and march with us i remember uh my mama and i uh we did a march uh down north uh you know to protest all these killings and you know shit like that it was just a, it was a bad summer bad summer just so much so many just gangs just 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 niggas getting it in just disgusting you know it was like a, a shooting like every fucking weekend you know for like a month and a half straight or some shit like that you know friday through sunday and so we went up we went on a march this was a long march too uh this was about a two mile march almost and uh you know we walking and you know we chanting and you know we and there was a carnival for the kids at the end you know with from the church and uh there was food and stuff like that and a networking event and you know just people out there just trying to offer up solutions and things like that 
And uh, I remember we got to one part We got, you know, uh, in the hood area Just not the hood, but a hood gas station on 30th and Ames And uh, this brother was, you know, he was like Man, that shit ain't gonna work Man, that shit ain't gonna work Niggas be getting killed every day, da 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 And it was just like, okay, well, what can we do to help? You know, man, fuck that shit, da 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 Like, I see what y'all doing, but fuck all that and uh, you know, just going off, and you know, us, we just like, well, come march with us, you know, let us know what's going on, how can we help, and all this other shit. And he's like, man, fuck all that, you know. And then you had other black folks, you know, clapping at us, giving us high fives, like, yeah, yeah. And we're like, come on, join us, and shit like that. And uh, I remember the other march uh, I did for uh, oh shit, there's been so many black folks rest in peace and died and marches I've been to, but one of the last ones I went to. Um, there was we we're you know shouting on the corners. This was this was during Ferguson, yeah. So we're shouting on the corners, you know, Black Lives Matter, and you know uh, all this other stuff. And uh, hey hey ho ho, racism has got to go. So we're shouting that, and there was a brother bumping two chains, and you know, and a and a guy in a, a Guy Fox mask, you know, from uh, that fucking movie that, I, and then that the anonymous guys where. He was like, join us, come on, join us. This brother looked us dead in the face and was like, no, nah, this ain't my fight. This ain't about, this don't affect me, I'm good. I'm just like, God damn, what does affect you then, brother? You know, but it, it always just weirds me out, you know, to get support from people when they talk about, um, you know, when they give you high fives and shit like that. Like, yeah, you know, like, get your ass out here. But that's the problem. You have so many people who support the cause well you know from a distance and you know not helping out with the numbers and the mass numbers and i don't know how to how do we change that you know it reminds me of like when dr king was talking about you know it's the uh, the white moderate the person is just like oh it's all good you know i, I know this might be wrong but eh, it's okay it doesn't affect me that's the most dangerous person right there you know because there's so many of them and um and it's, it's just wild just to see that shit it always puzzles me like how are you just gonna so, show support you know from the sidelines or from a distance you know but you know folks are folks and i don't know what to say about it but anyways there were real life trolls there too you know during the march uh there were people you know how you you tweet something you could tweet something right now you could say uh trump eat a dick you could tweet that on twitter right now and you would have about three four fake accounts hit you up like you know fucking nigger fucking democratic slave you know something like that and uh so we're marching and then there was guys hiding in the parking garage the covered parking garage yelling trump trump and they would duck down then they um, but these were grown ass men just it, and it just it's just wild it's just like so here you are yelling at majority women but you're hiding after you yell Trump. You know, what kind of, you know, bitch made shit is that? And it's like, uh, we got done with the march and it was people still coming trying to finish the route, uh, finish the route, the route, however you want to say it. And uh, so I'm just standing on the sidelines. My wife is like, hey, let's just see how big this is and, you know, see how many people came out to support. And I'm like, okay. So we stood on the corner. And, uh, you know, people are walking by, you know, telling us they like the sign, you know, grabbing by the Senate seat and shit like that. And then there was these uh, four, looked like they were like late 20s, early 30s white guys. And they, they walk by, read the sign, and then they, you know, then they walk in, and then they start yelling Trump afterwards, you know, after they get, you know, a good 20 feet past me. 
and I just thought that was some big shit because I, I looked because uh, I knew they was up to something and I you know I looked them dead in the eyes each one of them and they, they would drop their heads that's how you knew they was on some bitch shit you know when you look a man dead in his face and he looks away from you drops his head that's just some you know you know he's on some sucker shit I could be uncomfortable with uh with eye contact but still that's some bitch shit you know you always look a man dead in his face you know you speak or you, you know and, or you just look and keep it pushing and you know so every time you know one passed me look him dead in his face see what he had to, if he had something something slick to say you know him and i can verbally shoot the fair one you know and uh so they start chanting that and you know why they 20 feet down and i'm like what the fuck ever you know and then uh then one of them came back and then uh you know and then he uh went i guess he forgot something at the bar because we were standing by a bar and then he uh walks back and you know same exchange look him in the face he drops his head and you know 20 feet down the road he starts yelling trump and i'm just like that is just some punk bullshit right there it just just fascinates me just how some of these people are just how bitch made a lot of these these so-called men are you know here but anyways uh so we're going to talk about my sign you know grabbing by the senate seat so right now what we're facing here is we need to make it as difficult as possible for uh president trump to uh get a lot of this shit passed even though he's just signing executive orders like just now uh today which is tuesday when i'm recording he basically said uh he's basically signed an executive order to continue construction on the dakota uh pipeline just we're just gonna keep it going fuck you guys fuck what you stand for and it's about to get very violent out there so prayers to those natives out there and you know folks who are protesting so he and he and i know that there's some kind of money link there i do you have to know it's just like with bush and halliburton and all this other shit so you see that happening but my whole plan is to get people on par to vote you know for the house senate and uh for any gubernatorial uh you know elections coming up in 2018 we have to we have to make something happen we have to make it difficult for them because i don't want all the people that showed up you know to these rallies and these marches to you know go home sit down and be comfortable you know you have to actually be an informed voter that's what i really want to see happen you know and uh another thing which is going to fucking suck uh but you have to get more people on on the same page as you as me um is we have to deal with uh fucking gerrymandering so right now you know the uh, republicans they control the house and they control you know we got another process of gerrymandering coming up in 2020 so this is going to be huge um bigly sad but what gerrymandering is is basically when uh congress just pretty much redraws senators um state senators uh legislators redraw their districts so basically where their constituents quote unquote lie like people who voted for them they'll redraw their whole fucking district you know like oh all these people voted for me well this is my district and so that's why people always talk about term limits there need to be term limits because some of these people have been sitting for fucking ever and ain't done shit and uh so 
right now what we're looking at is uh you have eric holder and uh president obama they're basically creating a democratic uh not a convention but a uh a group or a uh whatever you want to call it they're creating a uh a, a command so to speak to basically try to change the laws of gerrymandering because the republicans have been controlling the house for a very long time but it changes every 10 years is when you can redraw your district lines but whoever controls the house gets to draw their lines so it's just it's fucking stupid ain't it so basically you could have like a democratic area right next to a uh, in the original you know area and it's uh you know the houses are split you know uh, uh, this side of the street is democratic and the north side of the street is democratic and the south side is republican so that republican when he redraws his district he's going to leave out that street you know what i'm saying so that's pretty much what gerrymandering is and you can look it up online it sounds confusing but it's not it's pretty much just them picking their voters and uh, uh malcolm x talked about this in the ballot of the bullet you know how to pe- how to drown out people's vote is through gerrymandering they basically pick their voters you know it's like oh this household is red uh this household is blue most of these people on this block is blue i don't want this fucking part to be you know to be a part of my district so that's pretty much what gerrymandering is is basically rigging their area so all the votes will count well pretty much the votes will count for them but it's convincing these other people this is how you combat gerrymandering is trying to convince these other voters to go against their party and that's very difficult because you see how trump came to power uh this fucking idiot came to power just off of the strength of white supremacy just tapping into the quote-unquote silent majority so it's going to be hard to change these people's minds but if you can get folks to show up and show out like they did for obama because without people of color uh, specifically black folks obama would have lost both of those elections 2008 and 2012 so it's one of those things where it's going to be a tough fight to educate all these people on how to vote and to change their vote but i you know you you have to be skeptic and you know and feel like these people have been voting this way for years but then at the same time you have to look at them be like well what has this senator done for you you know has anything changed for you the senator has been sitting in this goddamn seat for how long you know so that's something that we have to you know we have to uh, change i know the whole thing is to get people you know ready to vote in 2018 and not just think about 2020 and just accept these four years there's things that you can do to change you know how this process is going to work you know and we do need uh black leaders to actually sit down with goofy ass trump real black leaders i ain't talking about a fucking athlete or no actor or no comedian or a musician but we do need those those leaders to sit down and talk to them about a national plan and you know get this plan rolling you know but if he's like fuck you then we can definitely do it for self because we might as well if shit doesn't go our way in 2018 you know with the uh the gubernatorial elections and for um you know the for the house you know and for these representatives these state representatives and these senators you know shit don't go our way well fuck it you know we might as well just pull out all together as this is for black folks we might as well just pull out of the system all to fucking together you know and just build on our own 
and uh, I would be a very great proponent of that. You know, I'd be a very great champion for that. I would champion that to the day I die. You know, but uh, I, I would really like to see how this is going to work. I'm going to continue to break down different things for you. Now you know what gerrymandering is, and hopefully you can. You know, like I said before, you know, let an older relative, younger relatives hear this too, so they can understand the process of gerrymandering and how a lot of these senators are just kind of fucking you over, you know, by doing it. But we have the census, I believe, coming up too in 2020. 2020 is going to be big. So you got the gerrymandering, the re redrawing of the districts, and then you have every 10 years they do, you know, the, uh, the census and things like that. So we really, black folks, I feel like we're more then what is it 13 percent of the population i just i feel like we are more than that it's more of us but you know you got some of some of these you know tragic mulattoes out here who want to be white you know i used to date a girl who was mixed and uh her, her driver's license was, was said white on it i'm like nigga yeah that's why i said nigga please but um yeah, so it's education and action. That's 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 all 2017 is about is education and action. So uh, I think that's pretty much all I got for uh, selling hope like dope. I know I am just long winded on selling hope like dope, ain't I? Just fucking long winded. But uh, yeah, we're going to move on. Though. This portion of Do Rags and Boat Shoes has been brought to you by the letter L as in, Hey, yo, my guy, my hands are full. Give me a hand here. Can you hold this L? All right, so holding the L this week, uh, we have to give it to uh, Stacy Dash. Uh, we was gonna give it to Chrisette Michelle. Uh, she went and did the uh, the Trump inauguration ball, and uh, he didn't even meet her to shake her hand. And she's talking that she's all butthurt and talking to Billboard magazine about it. And you know, it's a sad situation, but that's what happens when you let someone use you. Uh, but Stacy Dash has to hold this L this week. Uh, hopefully she can hold it high above her head. Maybe I'll, you know, put it in 24 karat gold plated for her. So maybe she can pawn it, get a couple dollars to keep the lights on. Because as you guys all know, she was fired. Well, her contract wasn't renewed, but she was fired from Fox News. Uh, this was right on inauguration day, which is wild, right? So they couldn't bring her on. Uh, to talk about why uh, the Oscars need to nominate more white folks and shit like that. Um, so this is just going to show you that these people who want to uh, get buddy-buddy and lay at the foot at the table of white supremacy, uh, they won't, they're not needed now. They're not needed. You got Trump in office. They don't need you. They don't need you to regurgitate, you know, uh, uh, bigoted uh, talking points at all they don't need you to be out here talking about Chicago what about black on black crime what about Eric Gardner rest in peace his wife uh, living in public housing and she just got all this money from New York you know they don't they don't need you anymore they don't need you to slam President Obama because he's out of office and there's a white man back in office uh, running the country they don't need you anymore so a lot of y'all are getting your wake up call it's great to see you. Uh, you know, I'll pray for you. Hopefully, you guys can go seek some counseling because it's tough when you get that 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 Negro wake up call when you realize that you are black. You know, it, it, it's hurt. It hurts. It cuts deep. It cuts deep. It cuts very deep. And now you're now you're going to see on 
Facebook and uh, Twitter and things like that, you're going to see these, uh, you know, your friends that you thought was cool. You know, these are the type of friends. I'm talking to my black folks. These are the type of uh, friends that you guys have that brag about you being their one black friend. They're going to stop posting those Jonathan uh, Jonathan Gentry videos of him shaming BLM uh, or uh, Jesse Lee Peterson or those other black pastors that condemn uh, uh, Black Lives Matter, which is code for black folks who stand up for injustice, uh, stand up against injustice. So you're going to stop seeing your uh, your white friend post those videos because in the Obama era, they needed a black puppet to regurgitate how they really felt about what was going on in this country so stacy dash is going to have to crawl back to bet and see if she can uh get a get a job on real husbands of hollywood or uh being mary jane or uh in a bet original movie and uh hopefully they don't take her back she needs to learn her lesson and uh, it, 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 it's never it turns out good when you sell out yourself and your people. It never turns out good. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, 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 you know, uh, the, the chickens always come home to roost. They do. They always do. So, uh, Stacy Dash, I'm going to give you this 24 karat plated ale. I want you to shine it up real nice and take it down to your nearest pawn shop and see if you can get a few dollars for it. You know, maybe you should start a GoFundMe. Um, but yeah, that's it. Stacy Dash, hold this L. You win. Perfect. All right, so moving on to not all heroes wear capes. Uh, as you guys know, if you guys follow Chance the Rapper on Twitter, he announced that in 2018, uh, artists from SoundCloud will be eligible to be Grammy nominated. So that's some huge news because back uh, last summer, uh, he said that there was a victory for streaming only artists. So uh, the Grammys, well, you can be Grammy nominated if you had an album on like Tidal, Spotify, and Apple. Uh, but it did not include Dat Piff and SoundCloud. So uh, starting in 2018, uh, SoundCloud artists will be eligible for a Grammy. And that's great for all the independent artists out there who do not you know, want to be restricted to a label and really don't need a label. And all you really need is a strong internet connection and you can do pretty much anything that you want. You know, you can promote on social media, take it to the streets, book your own shows. Uh, you know, you get paid off of streaming. You can pretty much uh, hit disc makers if somebody wants a physical copy of your album. You know, get a thousand CDs pressed up, you know, for four or five hundred bucks. And, you know, you can host on your own website. And, you know, with uh, mail innovations, you can, you know, ship them out for pretty cheap. So you really don't need a label. Uh, pretty much people who need labels are those who need exposure and you know want to have a larger budget as far as you know shooting a music video and things like that but there's so many talented people out there who can shoot using a dslr camera that you really don't need you know a major record labels uh, budget at all so uh shout out to the uh riaa uh for basically you know uh realizing that there's a lot of talented artists on soundcloud um, so not all heroes wear capes uh, Shout out to them And then shout out for uh, Chance the Rapper For uh, leading that fight And then also uh, Rest in peace to Q from World Star uh, I just read on the LA Times That they actually uh, found this brother In a massage parlor in San Diego 
dead and they said that uh he basically died from heart disease so all of you brothers out there please be aware of your cholesterol levels uh monitor your heart rates and uh watch what you eat and this man was only 43 years old if you don't know who q is he's the guy who started worldstarhiphop.com uh basically started off as a, a site to promote mixtapes and then it started with and then it started music videos and it turned into the viral videos and giving us one of the catchiest catchphrases that puts fear in everybody's hearts when somebody takes out a camera phone and yells world star so you know somebody's about to get knocked out and hopefully it's not you being the victim so rest in peace to q and then a shout out to the grammys all right so moving on to our last segment of the show health over wealth you know what i say without your health you can't enjoy your wealth so this quote comes from malcolm x uh brother malcolm um so it's about revolution and he says i for one believe that if you give people a thorough understanding of what confronts them and the basic causes that produce it they'll create their own program and when the people create a program you get action all right so that's what it is that's pretty much my goal is to let you know what you're faced with and um basically how to stop it and let's put it into action so uh i know the program was a little bit longer uh than it normally is but uh you know it's just a lot of things on my mind and uh hopefully you guys got an understanding of gerrymandering uh, if you need a deeper understanding um there's some great articles and uh figures that break down gerrymandering and how to combat it so i will see you guys next week and as always much love and respect